Welcome to Hall of Stubs, the podcast that covers MLB greats not in the Hall of Fame. Here's your host. Zachary Nikolai. Joining Hall of Snubs today is the Angels broadcaster from KLAA 830. You've seen him on MLB Network and on SiriusXM. Here he is, Trent Rush. Trent, I know you're a busy man. I appreciate you taking the time to talk to me today. Zachary, I appreciate you having me. Let's let's sort this thing out. Let's go figure out uh, who should be in the hall. I'm ready for some answers here. Today, I want to go over a player I think is a top five baseball player of all time. Some people disagree. There's a lot of mixed feelings. We're talking about a seven-time MVP, 14-time All-Star today, Trent. Also, eight-time Gold Glove. People don't even recognize that about him. Today, we're talking about Barry Bonds. To me, Barry was explosive. He was just one of, if not the scariest batter in baseball history. What do you think about Barry Bonds as the player, Trent? You're talking about one of the best baseball players of all time. And I, I think that if you remove the steroid element there, I think that most people would agree he's right there at the top of the list and maybe the top three, maybe even number one when you're comparing him. And you know, it's funny. It's because I was just having this conversation the other day talking about Hank Aaron and um, I, and I've always kind of been a Willie Mays guy, uh, but you know, I've had some people tell me that, no, it, it needs to be Aaron. And then you kind of put the stats side by side. And then you look at what Barry Bonds did. I mean, it's just incredible. And just the, the the amount of times that Barry Bonds was intentionally walked, I think he was intentionally walked more than like many entire teams. You, you said it. He, this year, you're talking about one of the most feared hitters of all time. Every time he stepped in the box, you just had a hunch. It was going out of the park. When he was intentionally walked and the base was loaded, that tells you who this guy is. The, 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 the myth and the legend of Barry Bonds, I don't even know if that lives up to just how – fearful pitchers were in reality nobody wanted a piece of this guy and this is this is we're talking about one of the best players of all time here and I have a hard time understanding why he's not in the hall of fame quite frankly let's you mentioned the steroid aspect and people think of Barry Bonds and they think steroids right away let's go down memory lane really quick and we'll start his career he started out in the 80s and I always think of him as the relatively, you know, early 2000s player, but he started out in 1986 with the Pirates, played until 92 with them. And then he went from 93 to 2007 with the San Francisco Giants. And that's where he had a Hall of Fame career. He did lose the World Series, though, in 2002. What team was that again, Trent? And that would be where I'm sitting right now is where he lost the World Series here in Anaheim with the Angels. Uh, yes. Thank, thank you for uh, correcting my mind there but just a Hall of Fame record over there. And so in 2000, he had a new trainer. And then in 2003, there was these allegations that his trainer gave not only Barry, but a multiple of athletes performance enhancing drugs. And so in 2003, Barry Bonds went to trial. They asked him about it. He said he had no clue about it. The case ended up being thrown out and then he was not found guilty. So people always are like, oh, he did steroids, he did this. Never found guilty, which is interesting in a country where it's you are proven, you're innocent until proven guilty. So I think that's what harms him in his Hall of Fame. So just for fun today, you and me, I want to be sophisticated with you. I want to be, you know, the professional baseball people that we are. And those who vote for the Hall of Fame are the Baseball Writers of America Association, the BBWAA. And so they have at least 10 votes and they can vote on the eligibility of the players. And you need 75% to be into the Hall of Fame. I want you and I to be the writers today. And we're going to go over the six qualifications that they look at. And let's see if we can make the easiest decision of our lives that they seem to have an issue with. So the six qualifications are player's record, 
playing ability, integrity, sportsmanship, character, and contribution to the team or teams they were on. So right off the bat, player's record, what kind of player are we looking at in Barry Bonds, Trent? You're talking about what we've said before, one of the most feared hitters of all time, somebody that, I mean, what was it? I'm looking at the 2004 season where he walked 200 times had a, a 609 on base percentage. Are you kidding me? Not to mention he's the all-time leader in home runs uh, in a career and single season. I mean, it's amazing what Barry Bonds has done and what he was in his career. And I, I know that some people will argue too, and I, I don't know that I necessarily agree with this argument, but they say, well, what about even before the 2000s Barry Bonds that you alluded to in his time in Pittsburgh? And you, you think about, you know, the stolen bases, 52 stolen bases bases was his first all-star season back in 1990. Um, I mean, he was a perennial 30-30 uh, guy, it seemed like, um, with, with what he could do at the plate and what he could do when he was on the bases. This is one of the just premier players of all time, even before the Giants days and when he became, you know, the, the feared slugger that he was. So you're, you're talking about just an incredible baseball talent that even if his career stopped uh, before the 2000s, I think Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer even prior prior to his time with the Giants. If you look at it before 2000, he has 2,010 hits, 445 home runs, and 1,299 RBIs. And you mentioned it, 30-30 guy. He did that five straight seasons. When people think of Barry, rightfully so, they think of home runs. But I mean, he's the only guy to be a part of the 500-500 club, which is 500 home runs, 500 stolen bases. He's phenomenal. And so when you look at records, and I can go on and on about 14 All-Stars, you know, the 12 Silver Sluggers, two-time batting average, most home runs, it's it's off the charts. Let, let's do check boxes for these six qualifications. Are we going to check a player record? Absolutely. Then, it's a no-brainer. Uh, absolutely. Next one I think is no-brainer as well, but play, playing ability. When you look at Barry, he was different. I'll never forget so when I was younger – uh, my dad made it, made it, uh, we went up to Dodger Stadium, grew up in Anaheim uh, in, in the area. So I grew up going to Angels games, but obviously, you know, this is pre 2002. We didn't see the Giants a whole lot in Angel Stadium. So to see Barry Bonds, you had to go up to Dodger Stadium. And I remember my dad specifically took me and we got seats down in the lower left field area because we just wanted to be in the presence of one of the greatest baseball players of all time in Barry Bonds. And then whenever interleague baseball happened and he would come to Anaheim, you had to see Barry. It was a must-get ticket. You had to see him the way some people have to see Mike Trout now. I, I'll just – I'll never forget because, you know, I grew up – I saw a lot of Ken Griffey Jr. because the, the Mariners were always coming through Anaheim. So I, I felt like I saw Griffey a lot. But I remember it was special to go see Barry Bonds, a National League player. You had to make a special effort to see Barry Bonds because my dad wanted me to grow up having been around and having seen who he thought and who I agree with maybe the greatest player of all time. Now we learned a lot after the fact with Barry Bonds, but I'm just remembering back in that time at the moment as a, as a young kid in Orange County in Southern California, seeing Barry Bonds, this is one of the best players ever. Derek Jeter, he used to play. He was phenomenal. And you never wanted to go, let me rephrase this. You don't go out of your way to go watch Derek Jeter. You know, his final season now, people were, oh, it's his last season. We got to go. That's how it was with Barry all the time. Yeah. You know, people were like, we got to watch this guy. So he was different, as we said earlier. So playing ability, is that a check? Yeah, that's the easy check. We're two for two so far, Zach. So this is where we get into the trouble that I see in the writers. So integrity. 
when you think of integrity in baseball, baseball is super traditional. You know, it's the league where uh, you hit a home run and you look for three seconds. I'm going to peg it. There's a lot of unwritten rules, a lot of integrity and tradition in this game. Steroids get brought into the question with integrity. When you think of integrity and Hall of Fame, does that fit Barry Bonds? No, it does not. And part, I mean, we, we, he may not have been proven guilty of having the steroids, but I think that there is enough circumstantial evidence to have a pretty clear understanding of what was going on with this guy. I, I think that that point has been uh, made perfectly clear. Now, the thing about Barry Bonds, too, is, it, is, is this guy the only guy that ever cheated? Is this guy the only guy that ever took steroids? No, absolutely not. And I have a real problem with cheating. I'm somebody, I, I don't like that at all. And I don't think that he fits the integrity part. I also think there's a lot of other baseball players that are in the Hall of Fame that don't fit the integrity part. How about Ty Cobb and where he's in in all this? And, and I mean, and there's a lot of guys that don't like Barry Bonds. He did not treat the media very well. There are plenty of negative things you can say about Barry Bonds. Absolutely. But I don't know that it's necessarily the responsibility of the Baseball Writers Association of America to be the moral compass of our game and be the moral compass of baseball and kind of take on a role that I think is extending beyond their responsibility. Yes, integrity is a part of it, but I think that some people have chosen to make integrity and that part the main focus above all else, and that's where I see a problem. I think we're going to go through this, Zach, and I'm going to, I'm going to guess we're going to end up with five of six check marks. This is going to be one that's not a check mark for me, but if uh, you need 75% to get in, uh, 83% of the check mark should be enough, in my opinion. I'm with you there. And you mentioned guys like Ty Cobb. He was not known as a nice guy. And we'll go into that later. But I mean, integrity of the game, even though it was not against the rules technically back then to be on PEDs, you know, the whole trial of it. And I feel how he handled it later on. You know, he's getting better now as he was the hitting coach for the Marlins. And then now he is now a special assistant to the CEO and the for the Giants, you know, he's doing better now. But I mean, in that time, I got to agree with you. We're not going to check that box. Now, sportsmanship, this is where it's iffy as well. And so sportsmanship and character, to me, sportsmanship is what you did on the field. So let's incorporate how he was uh, against opponents, how he was with teammates, and how he was with the media, because that's a big thing that harmed him. And then character will be him off the field. So sportsmanship-wise, how do we view Bonds? Well, I mean, I wasn't intimately around Barry Bonds, and I don't know that we can speak to that. But I also don't think that many of the baseball writers can necessarily either. Yes, there were guys that covered Barry Bonds in San Francisco, and they were around him all the time. I think you get to see an idea of who that person is, but I also don't think you get to see the true teammate that he was. We don't know uh, all that there is to know. And I, I think part of this, too, is why the you know former players and coaches and I even think some broadcasters should get an opportunity to vote for the hall of fame and it shouldn't just be the writers there's a lot of resentment with a lot of the baseball writers that covered bonds because he wasn't good to the media but just because you're not good to the media doesn't mean that you weren't necessarily a good teammate now some will say he wasn't a good teammate but I guarantee you there are some that say bonds was a good teammate that that's very subjective and this is where we're getting into murky water and also I, I just don't know how much you value this above how talented to the player was I, I don't know if I'm going to put a check mark on this on this box for Barry Bonds I think it's a tough place to go I also I guess I, the same lines as the, as the character conversation I don't know where uh, the value is in that compared to the ability on the field um, 
Is it the responsibility of the writers to determine was this a good person or not? And is being a good person pivotal to being a Hall of Famer? I don't think it is. And that's been proven time and again uh, by other players that have gotten in the Hall of Fame that, you know, maybe weren't as great of people as uh, the boyhood idols that we were uh, led to believe that they were. And you mentioned character. So let's kind of dip into that, because to me, I I agree with you there. The media holding a grudge, it's the writers going, oh, well, he didn't give me a quote. He didn't give me an interview or he was very short. I I don't believe in that. You're holding a grudge against somebody who rightfully should be in. So kind of going into character to me, I don't expect you to be an all-time philanthropist. I don't expect you to go out there and raise a billion dollars for charity and everything. I expect you to be a decent human being off the field. And so what that means is there was never any hard drug issue. So cocaine, any of those that other baseball players uh, dealt with, there was never any violence allegations against him. You know, he led a pretty to himself life. And I think that also kind of goes to the media. For character, do you want someone who's, look at me, I'm out doing all this with with different philanthropies and charities, or do you just want a guy who doesn't do anything wrong? Yeah, he's not a felon. He doesn't have a, a criminal history, a criminal record. And by, by all accounts, he's an upstanding citizen that, uh, that we, we are led to believe took steroids. And, and even that we can't truly prove. But again, like I've said before, a lot of circumstantial evidence there uh, regarding Barry Bonds. But on that front, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's, there are plenty of other people that have more serious issues. Uh, Barry Bonds, just because, you know, he, he wasn't great to the media and some people didn't like him as a person, doesn't necessarily mean he's a bad person. And another thing that Barry Bonds was too, Barry Bonds was a professional. And if I'm a teammate, what I want in my teammates is somebody that's going to show up to work every day. And we know Barry was one of the first, you know, one of the first to arrive last to leave kind of guys. He was a very, very hard worker, worked out privately a lot, uh, not a lot with his teammates, but he liked to stay to himself, but he was a very hard worker. He showed up competing, wanting to win every single day. If I'm a player, that's what I want for my teammate. Actually, that's a great teammate to me. A teammate that wants to win as bad as I do to me is a great teammate. And you can never say Barry Bonds uh, wasn't always trying to win. It's not like he was throwing games or anything. Um, you know, it, 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 it truly just boils down to how significant you value the steroid argument in the debate on, on if he belongs in or not and i agree with you there so if we we kind of mushed sportsmanship and character together both of us were iffy on the sportsmanship should we give it a check i i i think well if it's if it's the same box yeah i mean it's not a criminal i I, i'm gonna give it's yeah we can give him a check i i don't i don't love i don't love the fact that he cheated on baseball that that really is bothersome to me um, but again, you're not talking about just a bad human being here. Um, and, and, and also, even if we were, who, who is that for us to say? So sure, we can give a check. There. Character, that'll be a check as well? Yeah, uh, for sure. I mean, yeah, just because just we didn't like him doesn't mean he's a bad dude. Exactly. And then the last one, contribution to team. I mean, for the Pirates, he took him to, I want to say, three NLCSs, and that's back when the playoffs weren't as expanded as they were. Took to the Giants to a World Series, as we already said, lost to the Angels. Corey Gloss, MVP, great moment. But, I mean, he he contributed to his team on defense, on offense, on the base path. I mean, he did it all for his team. I, you know, and I don't want to take anything away from Troy Gloss here, but in 2002, Barry Bonds should have been the World Series MVP. 
this guy was incredible in that series. Every time he stepped on the plate, you're terrified that he was going to hit the ball out of the ballpark. And I'll never forget the home run that he hit off of Troy Personal. I think it was in game one. The one that everyone thought went to the 57 freeway. And you could see Tim Salmon mouthing in the dugout. That is the furthest ball I've ever seen hit. That was Barry Bonds. The Angels had a two-run lead at the time. He had said, well, it's one run now, but Percy goes, it's just one, and that's okay. You're okay giving up solo home runs to Barry Bonds, and that's how dominant this guy was. Every time he stepped in the batter's box, you you just thought the ball was leaving the ballpark, and he got on base that one, you know, in 2004, 61% of the time. Are you kidding me? That That's unheard of how often this guy was getting on because guys, pitchers wanted to put him on because they didn't want to see the ball go over the fence. He is as feared of a hitter as there has ever been in the history of the game and yeah i would say that's a pretty substantial contribution to your team easy check mark so if we look through it we have players record with a check playing ability with a check contribution team with a check and then sportsmanship and character those were both iffy checks integrity we said no to so if we look at it we marked five of the six boxes maybe four of the six boxes i want to do two decisions with you so i want your final decision as a baseball writer, should he be in the Hall of Fame? And then I want a real life decision. And what I mean by that is, do you think he will eventually get in on his final try or will it go to the Veterans Association or will it be Barry Bonds will never be in the Hall of Fame? I think the first answer to that is yes. To me, Barry Bonds is a Hall of Famer because of how dominant he was. And even with the steroid thing, there are other guys that have been linked to steroids that are in the Hall of Fame now. So to exclude, if you're going to set a precedent by putting some of those guys in, I think that that means Barry needs to be in as well. I mean, you're, you're excluded in one of the, you know, most conservatively is one of the five greatest hitters of all time. Okay. That's Barry Bonds. And, And you're leaving that guy out. That is unacceptable. Do I think the writers will vote him in? No, I don't. I don't think he will be put in by the writers. I think that he is going to be somebody that gets left out. I think we are seeing things trend his direction, which has been good, but I don't think he ultimately will get in. However, with the Veterans Association, I do think that he and Roger Clemens both eventually get in um, on that account. But I think that the writers are going to make Barry pay the price and make him have to wait after the 10 years. You talk about trends, the highest he's ever been is 61.8%, pretty close to 75, but not close enough. So, I mean, I agree with you pretty much. I think he should have been in a long time ago. Uh, I think there's very few excuses, but we're going to see how the writers go. Any closing thoughts on Barry Bonds that the audience needs to know about (laughs) this memorable and just fantastic player that's probably never going to be seen again? Well, just talking about just what you kind of said a moment ago, I don't know that I would have had Barry Bonds in my first ballot. And I, I, I'm, it's a hard one for me because I am truly somebody that believes you're either in or you're out. It doesn't matter what ballot should be on. I do understand a penalty because of the steroid thing, the wire he should, he would not have been on my first ballot, but he would have absolutely been on my second ballot because he belongs in the hall of fame. And, and there are tiers of the hall of fame for greatness. He is in the very highest tier when you put him in. It's, it's really, it's really disappointing. It hasn't happened yet. Um, you know, I know we're talking about Barry today, but but I think you know Roger Clemens is those two get linked a lot. They both should be in the Hall of Fame for many of the same reasons. I do kind of wonder. There's one voter out there that voted yes for Barry and no for Roger, which I have a very hard time understanding. But either way, I think the evidence is very clear about why Barry Bonds, as one of the greatest baseball players in the history of our game, no question believes, uh, deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. As we said, biases are going to be in there. 
you never know why someone votes the way they do. So very interesting topic. Trent Rush today on Hollis Snubs. Thank you, Trent, again for stopping by. I hope we persuaded some people. I hope Rob Manfred hears this and I hope he goes, yeah, that man deserves a piece of metal. I hope some baseball writers hear, hear it and they go, you know what? Trent said it. I agree with it. So <laughs> let's, let's see how it goes in two years. Zachary, appreciate the time. Thank you. Thank you, Trent. This has been the Hollis Snubs with Zachary Nikolai. Next week, we're going to be talking about a player I bet you don't want to miss. Thanks for listening to Hall of Snubs. You can follow the show on Instagram and Twitter at Hall of Snubs. You can follow the host on Instagram at Zachary underscore Nikolai. Thank you to Mike Lapones for his oversight of this production. Hall of Snubs is a University of Laverne senior project.